1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: championing the core conservative principles of limited government individual liberty free enterprise and traditional values this is the john whitmer show on 98 7 and thirteen thirty knss There'll be peace when you are done. Lay all we had to rest. Don't you cry no more.
3: Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're happy you joined us this evening here in your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion. The Conservative Principles of Limited Government, Individual Liberty, Free Enterprise, and Traditional Value. We're thrilled to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. By email, you can email me at john at knssradio.com. On Facebook at The John Whitmer Show. And on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I love hearing from you. It it always makes my day, even when I get the crazy lib emails. That just makes me laugh, but it still makes my day. Tonight, we've got a fantastic schedule for you. Get your Doritos and your brownies ready, because coming up at 830, Dr. Eric Voth, who's the former vice president of primary care at Stormont Vale in Topeka, and Aubrey Adams, one of the nation's leading advocates against the legalization of marijuana, will be with us to join in on a discussion about the dangers of legalizing pot here in Kansas. Every time we bring up marijuana, the phones light up. I guarantee you that'll be a fun one. That's coming up at 830. Coming out here in just a few minutes, we're actually going to do my monologue at 8 o'clock tonight, because coming up here in, in just, I don't know, 20 seconds or so, uh, oil man uh, and former lieutenant governor candidate, would have made a heck of a better lieutenant governor than when we got now, Wink Hartman will be with us, to. Explain the cause for the rise in prices and gas and give us a forecast of how high he thinks they may go. House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins will be with with us in studio to bring us the latest news from Topeka. We'll talk with Tony Mativi about his campaign for Attorney General and his recent speech at CPAC down in Florida. And we'll discuss the possible reasons why 30% of gun purchasers last year were first-time buyers with the gun writer Lee Williams, if you haven't never heard from Lee, heard about Lee Williams or listened to one of his uh, podcasts, he's fantastic. We'll talk about that, and of course, we'll take your calls at 316-869-1330. But first, we're joined now by Wink Hartman. He is the chairman, a CEO of Hartman Oil. He, he would make one heck of a lieutenant governor. I, I sure wish he were our lieutenant governor now. Uh, Wink. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sponsoring this show. It's a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate you joining us, my friend.
4: Hey, John. It's good to be uh, be back on the show, and I appreciate the nice comments. Um, let me let me ask you, Wink. Uh, I
3: know the average price of gas in Sedgwick County has risen to. I think I saw today it was three dollars and forty five cents a gallon. That's county wide. They say it's slated to hit four dollars a gallon here in Sedgwick County by summer. Last year at this time, it was less than two dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Uh, you know that maybe you've got twenty cents in there, a, a dime for Ukraine, but that's not Ukraine related. This is just Biden policy related, right?
4: One hundred percent correct, John. the The situation we have is one hundred percent taking the uh, entire country down gasoline wise in one year. Uh, we all remember uh, the first day in office, uh, he got the magical pen out. <laughs> and he did away with the Keystone Pipeline. Well, the Keystone Pipeline could have produced seven hundred to 800,000 barrels a day to Cushing, Oklahoma, which then would have been refined in Texas, into gasoline. But, on you know, one swipe of the pen, uh, that went away. So Biden has uh, created the problem we have now, and it's going to get— much worse in the near future. I'm glad
3: you mentioned that. Like, I just at it here. A gallon of gas in Kansas has risen 23 cents since last week. America, as you mentioned, America imports uh, 595,000 barrels of oil per day from Russia. The Keystone Pipeline would have produced up to 830,000 barrels a day. So right there, that tells you we would not be dependent on Russia. Biden essentially sold out to Putin, didn't he? I mean, he, he literally has enabled him to take this action.
4: Well, John, you're you're 100% correct and, and the, the the sad fact is uh oil prices at let's say back a year a year and a half ago, 40-50, Putin had to spend most of that money to keep uh keep the wolves off his door. Now, 80-90 dollar oil, he's got a excess cash flow and what does he choose to do with that excess cash flow? He's trying to take over the Ukraine. So you know what I mean? You you give you give a madman extra cash and he's uh he's doing ill with it. Certainly. I, I saw
3: there are energy analysts now that say the price of gas could soar to as high as $7 a gallon by the summer. Uh, I mean, do you think it'll go that high? I, I mean, do you and if it does by the way, I want to expand your sponsorship. But do you think do
4: you think <laughs> it'll go that high? Uh well, let's, let's take a look at where we are and how we're going to get there. Now, we all know, or we should know, that in Kansas, 42.3% is Kansas and federal tax, which is fine. But what's going to happen is, John, where we are today, it's called the winter blend. Gasoline is blended for winter use. Okay? So what happens shortly? Uh, next 30 or 45 days, the refineries are going to shut down, clean up start producing summer blend. Summer blend gasoline, from the refinery standpoint, costs more. And so I totally agree with you. Uh, I don't like to make predictions because people always remember, especially when I'm wrong. But I, I see no reason why you won't see $5 to $6 a gallon gas in Kansas and in California. I wouldn't be shocked to see $8. $5 to
3: $6. I mean, that's It's obscene. Um. Wow. Well, I that okay. That's not what I was hoping to hear. I gotta be honest with you. Um, <laughs> well, no, but yeah. Hey, they call it the truth uh, the Hartman Truth Minute. Well, right? I, and that was actually nice segue. By the way, I was I, I've heard that Hartman Truth Minute not only on this show but I've heard it all over on on KNSS. I, I have to ask what what prompted you to to start recording these because it's not a typical you know, hi, I'm Wink Hartman, I'm running for office or anything, and it's not a promotion for, you know, Jimmy's egg or, or the arena. I, I'm just curious what prompted you to start putting out uh a bits of fact for the for the audience.
4: Well see that's that's the whole point. And John, you're right you're right on target. Uh I do my research. I have my personal opinions, but the truth. You know, it's it's not cows on what I think you want to hear or your listeners. It's what the truth truth is. And so you gave me the opportunity and KNSS radio has been so kind. And so I've been allowed to do the Hartman Truth Minute. And that's kind of, you know, hopefully going to lead people to like start to think on their own, uh, see what these elected politicians in D.C. and Kansas are not doing, uh, which that's another conversation. <laughs> but uh, we've been led down the path a lot of different directions. And this this is where you end up inflation and high gas prices
3: well i know you're driving a lot of stuff if you were the one who was i think first pushing this year uh the cut in food sales tax you were certainly ahead of it before laura kelly decided to jump on that just convenient time for her re-election um but things like you know cutting prices taxes looking for alternate sources of income for the state like uh, you know uh, hollywood and things like that were great ideas that i don't think i'd ever thought of so i appreciate you doing it wink i follow your twitter feed if People are interested. It's at WinkHartmanKS on Twitter, correct? Yes,
4: that's it. Thank you. Yes.
3: Well, I appreciate you uh, again. It's uh, I, I wish you were our lieutenant governor. But in the meantime, we certainly appreciate the the Truth Minute. And we appreciate what you're doing. And keep up the good work, my friend. Hey, John, I appreciate it. And God bless you and all of your listeners. Thank you, sir. We'll be taking your calls at 745 In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll discuss the possible reasons why 30% of gun purchasers last year were first-time buyers with Lee Williams, the gun writer. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. And stick around at 8, you do not want to miss my monologue. Trust me, if you ever thought woke was bad, wait till they start trucking woke for toddlers. That's coming up at 8. We'll be right back. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show.
5: Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you'll destroy your life. Listen to the flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7:30 on KNSS. The flot describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's the float line with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7:30, right here on KNSS.
2: Nobody had more hits in the 1980s than Foreigner. Now see Foreigner do all your favorites live Saturday, April 16th. Foreigner live in concert at Seven Clans First Council Casino and Resort. Get your tickets for Foreigner now at the Seven Clans Players Club or 7plans.com. Don't miss Foreigner at 7 Plans. First Council, North Highway 77 in Newkirk.
1: You know, she's the one, and you're planning to pop the question. So now's the time to pop into Mike Seltzer Jewelers and find the ring of her dreams. Mike Seltzer Jewelers will have the bridal set to fit her personality. Whether her style is contemporary or classic, you'll find something as unique and special as she is. And lucky you. Right now, bridal sets at Mike Seltzer Jewelers are on on sale, so hurry into Mike Seltzer Jewelers, open Tuesday through Saturday, 2929 North Rock Road in Comitara Center. Truck
2: owners and hunters, get ready for hunting season with extra storage from Toppers Plus Truck Accessories. Organize your bows, shotguns, and rifles with Lear Locker, a ceiling-mounted storage system. Duha underseat storage is perfect for your rifles, shotguns, and ammo. Securely store your gun case with decked waterproof drawer. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has the storage system for any outdoorsman. Visit Toppers Plus at 5511 West Central or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you! When it comes to your next quote-unquote new car, buying pre-owned is the new norm, and Midwest Kia is the perfect place to offer you the selection you need. We've got over 300 pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, and practically every make and model. You want a low-price reliable economy car? Midwest Kia has it. You want a family sedan ready for your next trip? Midwest Kia has it. You want a luxury SUV loaded with options? Midwest Kia has it. You'll find your next vehicle at a price you want and you'll always experience Midwest Kia's better way to buy. Want more? We'll also have extra appraisers available to get you the best deal for your trade-in. How about more? Many of our pre-owned vehicles are 2020s with less than 10,000 miles. So what are you waiting for? Midwest Kia is your one-stop shop. MidwestKia.com
6: We want to
1: see
2: you in a Midwest Kia Severity of with down payment, APR, turn, and vehicle with a rid of a second fee's expires and Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: The John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook, and of course follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways. To stay informed on all the latest show updates, little Leonard Skinner, God and Guns, a little appropriate intro music, if I do say so myself. So Americans see the thin blue line of law enforcement stretched a little thin right now and are being more proactive than ever about their own personal safety, with rampant crime as the top issue for Americans in 2022. New data shows that 5.4 million Americans, or about 30% of gun purchasers, were first-time buyers in 2021. Joining us now to discuss the possible reasons for the spike in first-time gun purchases. Gee, let me guess. Uh, His name's Beta O'Rourke. His other name's Joe Biden. Um, is Lee Williams. He is uh, also known as the gun writer. He's been writing about the Second Amendment, firearms the firearm industry and the gun culture for more than 10 years he is the chief editor of the second amendment foundations investigative reporting project and is a frequent contributor to the ammo land news and armed american radio lee thank you for joining us this evening
7: it's a pleasure and it's a pleasure to be on in wichita
3: thank you well it's nice to have you i i i think this is the first time actually we've had you on the show
7: so welcome Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
3: Lee, uh, tell us a little bit more about the surge in, in new gun owners last year. It, it's not surprising. I, I think a lot of us felt that minute Joe Biden won, there was going to be an eventual assault on the Second Amendment, especially when he started putting people like Beto O'Rourke in charge of gun policy.
7: Well, you could see it coming. It, it wasn't difficult to find. It was right there on his campaign website, yeah. by the way, which is still up. He was uh, threatening to come after our ARs. Not quite as vocal as Beto was, but, you know, you wanted to transfer them under the regulatory authority of the NFA, which would basically legally turn all these the country's most popular rifle into machine guns in terms of their regulation. Uh, it would have been a fiasco. It would have been horrible. But, you know, you, you, yeah, Joe is responsible for a lot of first gun purchases, but so are these soaring crime rates. I mean, I think – Americans are realizing that, you know, a gun is kind of nice to have around when you need one. And if you look around it, especially at the larger cities, which have been historically controlled by Democrats, you really need one. Uh, I will say this. We are thrilled. We being the gun community, we have a big tent. We're very happy that there's a lot of new gun uh, first new first time gun buyers out there uh, who are obviously buying firearms for self-defense or to wear defensively. I will tell them this. That's only half the equation. The other part involves getting professionally trained. So if you only bought you, you bought your your first firearm, congratulations, but you're only halfway done. You have to go get professionally trained in how to use it. That's the other part of the equation.
3: Yeah, that's the responsible part. I completely agree with you. Um you know, what's interesting is if you look at this, these numbers have, have more than doubled since 2019. Uh, do you think some of this has played, the pandemic has played a little bit into this as well?
7: Yeah, I think it's the the perfect storm of reasons. You've got, obviously, a, the most anti-gun administration we've ever seen. The guy makes Obama look like a piker when it comes to what he wants to do to our gun rights. And, by the way, Joe doesn't let the Constitution get in the way of anything. And then you have the pandemic. You have people concerned. They're staying in their homes. They're hunkering down. And then, literally, the, the, you've got crime is uh, completely out of control, uh, brought to you by these do nothing progressive defense attorneys who style themselves more like social justice warriors than they do law enforcement professionals whose job it is is to put bad guys in the in prison.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I think that is as much a factor as these, you know, like the the guy out in New York, the guy out in San Francisco, the, these district attorneys that are just refusing to, that that are completely ignoring the law and just handpicking, ah, I like this one, I'll I'll prosecute this crime, I'm not going to prosecute that crime. I think this is as much a factor as well, isn't it?
7: Oh, yeah, because there's such a horrible trickle-down. Right now, the district attorney in Los Angeles, George Gascon, and then you have the one in San Fran, Chessie Bolden, they're both facing recalls because they basically stopped doing their job. They stopped prosecuting bad guys. Well, once the police realize that, and uh, nothing against the good, the good men and women in blue in either L.A. or San Fran, they realize that the bad guys are probably going to be walking out the jailhouse door faster than they can fill out their arrest reports. They slow down. They Their enforcement efforts, their self-initiated activity, take a huge nosedive. Then the bad guys realize, they realize there's no repercussions, so they go for it. And we're seeing that now every day carried out on the nightly news. But it's, it's far more than just robberies and, and store lootings. I mean, they're getting away literally with murder. There's shootings left and right. Hell, Baltimore is a free, free fire zone. Uh, Philadelphia is going bad. All of these cities that have been historically controlled by Dems. So people see that, and they want a means to defend themselves. Black, white, brown, doesn't matter. People of color, white folks, men, women. People of color and female gun buyers uh, and females are uh, huge percentages of this five million new new first time gun owners.
3: We're talking with author and gun rights advocate Lee Williams. Uh, Lee, we, we just passed the fourth anniversary of the Parkland school shooting. Obviously, you know whenever these types of anniversaries come up, the knee jerk reaction from the left is oh, oh, gun control. Um, the Biden administration is is feeling the pressure to do something, which is, again. Typical response, oh, we have to do something. Let's you know, restrict rights. Rasmussen just put out a survey that said 68% of Americans just want the laws that are currently on the books enforced. I mean, it just seems like if, if they just do that, that would be progress. We don't need more laws. Just enforce the laws that are currently on the
7: books. I couldn't agree more. There are 20,000 anti-gun laws on the books in this country. More than 20000 Does anybody honestly think that 20001 is going to make a difference? No. Bad guys don't follow the law anyway. See, that's the this, thing
3: that pisses me off on this whole argument is yeah. we're going after legal gun owners. They're not the
8: problem.
7: No, they certainly aren't. And, you know, we learned this week, we, we saw this week what can happen when we don't have a second amendment. I mean, look, look at what's going on today, this entire week in the ukraine i mean after the russians invaded the ukraine's parliament has authorized public carry of firearms um which you know talk about too little too late right i am damn glad we have our second amendment and that there are folks like me and you who grew up shooting and learning how to use firearms responsibly because it would give give pause to a a dictator uh like a, a putin like a vladimir putin to ever want to mess with the united states that is is—it's you know it really is the militia that the framers talked about they really knew what they were talking about when they when they put that amendment together
3: well and now joe biden's asking for what five hundred million dollars for quote gun violence prevention I, I haven't had a chance to really look at this but i have to think that there's a whole lot of anti-gun measures in here it's not just you know it psa's there's going to be stuff in here about seizing guns and red flag laws and that kind of stuff as well isn't there
7: yeah uh i mean on the day that the russians invaded uh 43 gun control groups sent joe a letter uh and including the big ones you know the giffords and the everytowns and and the Brainy's, listing what they wanted him to do and uh, I, I think uh he'll he'll maybe get around to a little bit. I know his his time is rather he's otherwise occupied right now. Yeah, we well has to he have his open. ice cream.
3: You know, he's gotta go get his yeah, ice cream.
7: So and a nap. <laughs> Priorities. Um, but yeah, they're not they're not thrilled with Joe. I'm not thrilled with Joe. Joe has been a disappointment uh since day one for all for everybody concerned. So yeah, there's gonna be more coming and this like the scary part is he and his uh, at least chief of staff and whoever is actually pulling his strings there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue have proven they they don't let the Constitution get in the way when they want to do something. So that's the scary part. It's probably going to come in the form of an executive order. It's probably going to involve ARS, the most popular rifle in the country, and it's probably going to include some type of regulation by NFA. Lee, you're or, the- And or same with magazines.
3: Lee, you're the chief editor of the Second Amendment Foundation's investigative reporting project. Can you tell us a little bit more? I'm not that familiar with the Second Amendment Foundation. I know your website is saf.org, but can you tell us a little bit about the organization itself?
7: Founded 40 more than 40 years ago by the smartest man I've ever met in my life, Alan Gottlieb. We have litigation going on in 35 states, uh, including some of the biggest cases. Second Amendment Foundation believes in litigation and education. I'm part of the education uh, component. When that doesn't work, uh, it's over to the lawyers. And they have been fighting, Mr. Gottlieb and the crew have been fighting for your Second Amendment rights and my Second Amendment rights hard for 40 years. It's an incredible organization, very, very lean, very nimble. And what I try and do is take a a look at what's been going on nationally, or sometimes we'll drill down, since I am based in Florida, we look at Florida pretty heavy. Mr. Gottlieb and the office are out in Washington State. Uh, it's a good organization. We squeeze every single dollar that's donated, and I can't say enough good about it. Um, we, we're, the only thing we're bad about is taking credit. A lot of the lawsuits that you will see or hear about that uh, win for gun owners, um, we may get around sending out a press release saying, hey, we did that. But we're more, we're more concerned with results than we are with credit.
3: Well, like I said, it's the Second Amendment Foundation. It's S, as in Sam, org. If folks are interested and they want to follow you, you're on Twitter at HT underscore Gunwriter on Twitter, correct?
7: Correct. Or they could always go to my personal website, ArmedAmericanNews.com.
3: ArmedAmericanNews.org. <laughs> uh, Lee, I appreciate you. Thank you again for joining us this evening. And carry on the fight, brother. We need you.
7: My pleasure. I really enjoyed your show. Thank you very much.
3: We'll be uh, taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins will be with us here in studio to bring us the latest news from Topeka. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
0: Panera, you can say yes to both of your cravings. We call it You Pick Two. And with over 465 pairings, you'll find a meal sure to satisfy any mood. Are you feeling both fresh and fun? Pick our Fuji apple salad with a new Thai chicken soup. Or maybe you're feeling classic and bold. Pair some creamy mac and cheese with our new citrus Asian crunch salad. Pick your perfect pair and order a You Pick Two today. Panera, the familiar made fantastic.
2: your milkshake quick the quicker picker upper bounty picks up spills quicker and each sheet is two times more absorbent so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand so you can get back to your milkshake my milkshake brings all the boys to the
0: yard and they're like it's better than your
6: bounty the quicker picker upper
0: Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked them up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones. I looked up one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified.
8: Wichita's Orpheum Theater and League 42 will host a screening of 42, the Jackie Robinson movie, 7 p.m. on Saturday, April 9th. Tickets are $10. VIP packages are $125 per person. That includes dinner plus a special guest Q&A with Negro League's Baseball Museum president Bob Kendrick. Get tickets through selectaseat.com. See the movie 42 on the big screen Saturday, April 9th. Proceeds benefit League 42, a youth nonprofit baseball league offering affordable prices to play the game.
5: Brought to you by Overhead Door Company of Wichita, the original Red Ribbon Garage Door Company.
8: Look for the Red Ribbon. A pleasant evening on tap. We'll have clear skies later on. 27 degrees for the low at a southwest wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. All kinds of sunshine to be found on Monday, 65 degrees, and a light southwest wind will continue. Seventies coming our way for Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. I'm Mary Corsetti. Russian President Vladimir Putin placed nuclear forces on high alert Sunday in response to what he claims are aggressive statements made by NATO
2: countries. So I checked in with some National Security Council folks, and they are directing me to a statement from last month that Russia signed on to that says, in part, we affirm that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. There is now growing concern about the possibility that Putin could eventually resort to using chemical weapons.
0: Fox's Peter Doocy and President Biden will deliver his State of the Union address Tuesday. White House spokesman Jen Psaki said the president had been working on the speech and speaking with his COVID team. We're preparing to stay ahead of the virus, protecting our most vulnerable, keeping our country open. Supply chain issues and implementation of the infrastructure bill were also topics she says the president is focused on
5: is Jessica Rosenthal, America is listening to Fox News.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
6: You have 47 new voicemails.
5: Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on ninety eight seven
6: and thirteen thirty
3: KNSS. we are not gonna take it Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. As always, if you want to, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y, the Odyssey app. Or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. Little Laura Kelly theme song. Always appropriate. For our legislative update from Topeka. With us now in studio is someone who absolutely is not going to take it from Laura Kelly, House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, thank you for joining us this evening. It's always great having you back on the show, brother. I always enjoy the uh, Laura Kelly theme song.
9: <laughs> <laughs> it is appropriate, isn't it's it? It's very appropriate, John. <laughs> and, 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 and
3: I imagine she thinks of you in the same manner as which, say, Brandon Whipple thinks of me. Yeah, pretty close. I would say. I would say I'm probably not on her Christmas list. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine she has all kinds of good things to say about you. Dan, um, this week, uh, for my listeners who don't know, Marked uh, one of the deadlines of the session Thursday was Turnaround Day, the day in which all non-exempt bills must pass their chamber of origin. And non exempt bills, which are not advanced through the chamber are considered dead. You and I both know that nothing really dies in Topeka, but which bills you know failed to pass this week? you know there were John there were probably thirty ish
9: probably bills under the line that were stricken from the cal- from the calendar uh probably the one that got the most attention is uh Bowie's law. I'm sure have oh, yeah. you heard about that uh, one yes,
3: that was the the dog uh, yeah. abuse one which you know, pulls at the heartstrings for sure. It,
9: it does. And, and and what was unfortunate in that case, uh, number one, uh, during the testimony, uh, AG came out against that uh, simply well, because why of, would they be opposed? Well, to, it's a dog bill. Well, it's not a dog bill. it's an animal bill. so they it was too broad. It was too broad, yeah. a lot uh, pretty vague, but the really the biggest problem was was it came out the very last day of committee. Uh, I didn't see it until Monday. By Monday, I already had my week already set up. Uh,
3: so we were when you guys did you know, what thirty some bills on Tuesday? On Tuesday, yeah, and then and,
9: we and then we then we just did a few on Wednesday, and then
3: uh, actually we had
9: several teed up. But uh, during calendar, uh, some of them got torn up pretty good during <laughs> <laughs> during calendar. I remember we, those days. Yeah, so we uh, decided not to run a few of those, um, but. Uh, so there was there were quite a few of them that didn't make it, um, which is normal. I mean, when you have oh yeah when you have three, four, five hundred bills that are introduced in a year, uh, can you imagine if we passed all of those? It'd yeah, be, it'd be horrible. So, you know, I think that we probably got somewhere around forty-five to fifty bills out. Uh, to go across, a lo- uh, across the chamber to the Senate. And the Senate will probably have somewhere around 40 coming back at us. About the same number. Yes. It, what's interesting is is, is we really only have three weeks now. So we go back uh, t- uh, on Tuesday of this week. We have three weeks. And then we go on the floor again all all week. And then we go into conference committee. So we really only have three weeks of committee time. And it's going to be difficult to do all 40 Senate bills in that three weeks just not going to happen.
3: Well, and you also have let's not forget you've got major things coming up, like you know, the budget. You've got you know, oh, redistricting. Yeah. I mean, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I did want to ask you one of the things that passed, or two actually, of the things that passed this week, were a couple, of, a pair of constitutional amendments uh, that will appear on the November twenty twenty two ballot one of which was HCR 5014, that ensures legislative oversight of administrations and administrative yeah. rules and regs, which, as I was talking to someone last week on the show, and I brought up the, the, the amusement park bill. You remember that. Yeah. And, and then after we passed it, a year later, I'm looking at what the Department of Labor had done with all the rules and regs. Oh, yeah. And I had to call her and exp- tell her, what are you doing with all this? This is not the legislative intent. At least we were able to work that out. This allows you know, the legislature to have a little more insight into this. That, right? that was a very important bill to me. Um, actually, it's uh,
9: an HCR, a uh, House concurrent resolution. It was an, it's a constitutional amendment, uh, so it takes two thirds uh, to get there. But it's so important because it, it has nothing, you know, the Democrats wanted to make it all about Laura Kelly. It had nothing to do with Laura Kelly. It has to do about the bureaucrats that are in control of the bureaucracy year in and year out, governor in, governor out. It doesn't right. make any difference who the governor is. Those people stay for long terms, and they're the ones that decide what those rules and regs look like. And they can literally change the intent of our le- our, our legislative intent of our laws, of our bills that we pass. They can change that with a stroke of a pen through rules and regs. Yeah, and we have a Rules and Regs Committee. It's a joint committee. The, the, the uh, is an oversight committee that has absolutely no authority whatsoever to stop them. So if they if they come in with a rule and reg that looks bad, that doesn't that, that really changes the intent, the committee can say, hey, you, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But they can thumb their nose at them and say, we'll do what we want because we have no authority. This actually will give the legislators a legislative body through the rules the joint rules and regs committee the ability to say no you can't do that you can't change that intent and if you do we'll do a resolution on both sides pass it and we'll we'll stop it that's what's happening here this gives us an ability to stop something bad from happening
3: through rules and regs it it needs to happen i remember when i was the vice chair of corrections we had the secretary corrections secretary in and had a conversation about the, legend, the bill that we had passed that said, you know, they said the agency shall do something, mm-hmm. and the rules and regs had interpreted it to mean, no, they may right. do something. And so we literally spent almost an entire committee meeting debating whether or not shall means may. Yeah, oh, yeah. But that's, yeah. And they there is nothing we could do short of passing another law to correct that language. That is correct. And then you've got a
9: governor that can say, no, we're not going to do that. Right. So it, yeah. The governor gets a, a spot in there when if you pass a bill. A resolution, an HCR takes her out or him out, doesn't matter who it is. Uh, so it's a really a good deal. We, uh, we, we fought really hard. It en- ended up being a bipartisan uh, effort. We actually could not get enough Republicans to pass that. We got two Democrats to come on board with us. And we passed it with a, a, a bipartisan vote. So Good. that was
3: nice. And the other constitutional amendment that will be on the ballot in, the fall, in addition to, obviously, the value of them both, which will be in the primary, is one regarding electing sheriffs, right?
9: Yeah, so we've had a, a situation, actually, it's up in Johnson County, where the, the, the county commissioners don't like the sheriff. And they want to do away with an elective, elective sheriff and make it to where they appoint the sheriff. Well, the, the sheriff is the chief law enforcement officer in every county. And and to have them beholden to um, other electeds is probably not a good deal. That, that, ele- that elected sheriff needs to do what they need to do for their county. Irregardless. Of, irregardless yeah, of what yeah. the politicians say. That, that, that position shouldn't be as political as it should be Making sure that the laws are appropriately upheld in the county, and so uh, the sheriff's association came to us uh, in the off season and asked us if we would do that, if we would do a constitutional amendment, um, and and I thought it was a great idea, and it passed overwhelmingly. I think we got 97 or 98 votes on that uh, coming out of our chamber going to that to the Senate. So I think that will pass overwhelmingly. It'll go to the
3: to the voters, and I can't imagine the voters not. Well, and and that's the key here. Even if you oppose this, all you're really doing is putting them about what the voters decide. And for my listeners, just remember, you're going to vote yes on all three constitutional amendments coming up this fall. That makes and, it easy.
9: And there's probably going to be some more, John, coming out of the Senate. The Senate—I don't know if you've had uh, a, uh, the Senate President on. I'm
3: going to have actually Majority Leader, uh, your counterpart. Yes, uh, Larry Leary Alley, Alley yeah. will be on next Sunday. So
9: he'll probably be talking about the major or the um, constitutional amendments that they're doing. They're they're looking at a, a tax type, you know, a tax a taxpayer bill, bill of rights. Woo-hoo! Um, I've been pushing that. So is paper. Blake Carpenter. It's going to be uh, it'll be a knockdown that. version. It won't go quite as far as some of the other states have. Because we want to pass it, uh, you get it loaded up too much, and it ge- becomes pretty difficult to pass. Uh, so you'll you'll hear them; they'll tell you what that's all about. Because I actually have not been a part of that.
3: That's one of those things the Senate's doing, and it'll come our way when they get it passed. So that uh, I look forward to that, Dave. Make a note to make sure to remind me to ask Larry Alley about that next week. Looking ahead, we mentioned it. We've got, uh, by the way, we're talking with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. We've got to finalize a budget bill by mid-March. You've got still the parents' bill of rights, tax cuts, redistricting. You got a lot to do in three weeks. We have a huge
9: amount to do in three weeks, and that's and that's a, really we've got some things that have to be done. We, you know, John, we have to do a balanced budget every year. We have to bal- have a, a balanced budget uh, vote before before we adjourn sine die. Uh, so that's a big deal. That first one will be coming out probably before. Oh, the 20th of March, somewhere around there, we'll see the first one. And then, of course, you know we always have an omnibus oh, one yeah. to pick up anything we missed. Um, that When talking about taxes, we still want to lower food sales tax. It's not going to be a repeal. One thing you learn is it's very difficult to repeal because you still have city and counties that have sales tax on food. So it'll be a a reduction, not a repeal. I do believe you'll also see... A small reduction in sales tax across the board. Oh, well, that's all, a great idea. All items. Uh, so we have that. We also will have. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna put because we got quite a bit of money. We're gonna put uh, about a billion dollars into capers uh, to lower the unfunded liability and also in which raises, you know, the 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 funded ratio. Get it up around eighty percent, which will be the best it's ever been since. Um, back in the
3: 90s. Yeah, no, uh, I remember when we first got in there, it was... 52. 50, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, just over yeah. 50%. In
9: so. 2013, it was 52%, so we've we've come a long way, baby. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to ask you about, I know uh, it, it's a Senate bill, so it's going to come over to you, it's, but it's got local impact. It's Senate Bill 493, passed by the Senate this just this last week, would provide regulatory clarity on containers, which is a nice way of saying uh, it would it would see to it that local municipalities can't pla- pass plastic bag bans. Yeah, I, I, saw I know that. Brandon Whipple and Lacy Cruz yeah. are going to hate that. Yeah. But I'm thrilled to death because it's so. This, I mean, it'll, just, it'll hurt small business. Even the big businesses like Dylan's and whatnot have said, no, we really don't want to get into this. And if we do, we're going to pass that charge on to the customer. Uh, you know, all of this for plastic bags. Do you remember that?
9: That's not the first time this has come around. I remember back, um, what was it, maybe fourteen, fifteen? we had that?
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, and it didn't pass for whatever reason. Uh, so I mean, it's a great idea in theory, yeah. but in practice, you're just forcing, all it's going to do is force, raise more cod, raise price, oh, yeah. <laughs> at oh, a yeah. time when prices are already high enough. Prices are high. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's, it's, but I was glad to see the Senate pass that. Hopefully, you guys will take that up. If folks want to, they can follow you on Facebook. It's Vote Four, the number four Hawkins on uh, Facebook, and DanHawkinsKansas.com dot com is your website. They can sign up for your newsletter, right? Yeah, and
9: actually, I would not. I wouldn't go to that because uh, that one's. If they'll go to Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook, that's a better way that's to a find better way. it. Okay. Yeah, just search for Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook. Uh, my my website's Dan Hawkins uh, Kansas spelled out DanhawkinsKansas.com. Uh, so they can they can leave messages and stuff there.
3: Well, I appreciate you as always, brother. It sounds like you guys are going to have a busy three weeks. It will be. And next time you see her shuffling her way through the second floor, make sure you say hello to Laura Kelly for We you. never see her. <laughs> She, she stays hidden in her office. It cloistered in her yeah. in her second floor offices. Thank you, Dan. We love you. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330, shuffling through the second floor hallways. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
8: State senior living community.
3: Our family of residents is growing, so our team is looking to grow as well. If your purpose is serving others and you're fulfilled by sparking joy in others every day, we would love to visit with you. Consider joining us on our mission to empower our growing Devastates family by enriching the lives and hearts of those we touch. We have flexible job opportunities for you. Call 550 6343 or visit devastates.com. That's D O V E
2: estates.com. You got your truck, you're ready to hunt, and you're ready to haul. You've got protection, right? Wait, what? Bed protection, dude.
8: You need a Gardit Spray On Bedliner from Continental Truck Accessories. Gardit is quickly becoming Wichita's preferred Spray On Bedliner, and you can use it for nearly any personal or commercial application. With many colors available, you can enjoy long lasting protection against the wear and tear your truck sees every day. Make the visit to 6701 South Broadway or click ContinentaltruckAccessories.com.
6: After a good night's sleep, you step into the shower, anticipating a nice, warm wake up massage. Instead, you get a cold, rude awakening frantically shut off the shower. Hi, I'm Jim Bowers with Bowers Plumbing, Wichita's trusted plumber since 1955. Bowers Plumbing can replace your water heater in a matter of a few hours, or if you prefer endless hot water, we can quote you a tankless hot water system. Call Bowers Plumbing today at 263-1011. That's 263-1011. In case you didn't know, the Wichita Roto-Rooter has been in business since 1936. One of the first five Roto-Rooters. And, in case you didn't know, we have the most experienced technicians, which means quality and savings for our customers. We can take care of all of your plumbing and drain needs. The first in Wichita to do truly trenchless sewer replacement, but only if it needs to be replaced. I'm Rita with Roto-Rooter Plumbers. Let my family go to work for your family. Reach us at rooter.com or 263 away.
2: And away go gravel down the drain. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurting a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson at Patterson Legal Group. We're your twenty-four-seven injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need. So don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away, and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call five five
5: oh 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 oh. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions, and you'll destroy your life. Listen to the Flatline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at seven thirty on KNSS. The Float Line describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's The Float Line with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 730 right here on KNSS. Your phone call is welcome
2: at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And, of course, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. want to give you a kind of a, a preview of some stuff we've got coming up in the next few weeks. We mentioned it earlier. We're going to have Senate Majority Leader Larry Alley with us next week. Also, in two weeks is uh, on the March 11th and 12th is the annual uh, Kansas Republican Party state convention. This one happens to be at the Hyatt here in Wichita, so I guarantee you we will have some interviews that we'll be able to share with you from all of our statewide, our federal delegation as well as candidates. so we'll be bringing that to you here in the next coming weeks. Have some other major guest news to share soon. Teasing. That's my tease without teasing. Catherine, thank you for sticking around. You're on the John Whitmer Show.
6: Hi, good evening. Yeah, the liberals um, like to remind people about these uh, anniversaries of shootings like Trayvon Martin and stuff like that. But um, I'm one of the survivors of the Heston shooting, and I like to remind these people that uh, Cedric Ford, he was a convicted criminal felon. And by law, he was not supposed to have in possession any single firearm. And his girlfriend even, uh, you know, his girlfriend went and violated laws on his behalf. But even before that happened, uh, several years before that, he was, other friends got firearms for him and there was videos of him shooting at a a target range with uh, different guns than what he had at Heston. So it's obvious that people were uh, violating laws and letting the criminals get these things so people need to be reminded about those types of things when it comes to uh, reminders annual anniversaries of shootings and stuff
3: i'm glad you mentioned that because you're right uh, oftentimes the the gun lobby the the anti-gun lobby rather does take these opportunities to, to ratchet up the gun control rhetoric but so often you're right you're not they're targeting the wrong Targets, Uh, you're most of the time, these bills, these efforts are targeting law abiding gun owners who aren't the ones that are causing the vast majority of the crime. And the criminals are still going to get their guns. There's no way to unless you literally want to start raiding people's homes, you're never going to get the guns off the streets. And so punishing law abiding gun owners for the actions of criminals is, is counterintuitive. Uh, and I'm I'm glad you you brought up the Heston thing because you're right. People do take those opportunities, but it's like Hillary Clinton said, "Never let a good crisis go to waste."
6: <laughs> True. And the uh, one last thing is, two weeks uh, uh, the plant was shut down for two weeks, and when we came back, uh, some of co coworkers had painted uh, on the north side of the building that said "Black Lives Matter," Ugh. and that Cedric was right. So uh, people don't understand. The mentality of that those kind of people
3: no no and and again it's the blm crowd is the same thing it, that's another group that certainly takes advantage of any opportunity they get katherine thank you for listening i appreciate the uh the, the call in uh it really uh that's a timely one i appreciate that thank you for calling us Yeah, you know, dave i don't know if you were aware of that the anniversary that that one that just uh it just passed but,
8: no, I, I didn't realize it.
3: Yeah, and again, you know, they do that every time these, because Parkland wasn't too long ago, the anniversary of that right. shooting. And yeah, they yeah, do yeah. take those opportunities to start pushing more gun controls, like Lee was saying. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is that that's not the solution. No. Enforce the gun laws that are on the books, if anything.
8: Right, yeah, that's where you got to start, right? Enforce the actual
3: gun laws. Right, it, it, I, I, I but mean, it's, it's it's a bigger issue, John. In my opinion, no, so, you're right. We yep. have a we have a violence issue in, in in our culture. Yes, and a mental health issue yes. for sure. Right. And neither of those are going to be helped by a red flag law yep. or confiscating somebody's you know gun, be constitutional rights, taking away someone's constitutional rights because you think they may be a threat. I'm sorry. You need to get a court order. You need to get yeah. a, somebody to sign off on that, just because you think they're a threat. It, right. In this case, I'm talking about red flag laws. It's a great example. You can't just take away someone's constitutional rights. Oh, it's a very complex issue, and there's not just uh, you know go, just going after guns is not going to solve it. No, but they sure want to. Yes, and yeah. and that uh, because that's the easy answer. And I get the need, the desire to find a solution, to find a fix, to to quote unquote do something. It's the same reason, you know, yeah. some of these health officials and county officials are you know did their mask mandates is because they wanted to be seen as doing something, but you right. know, do something that actually makes an impact. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So speaking of doing something, coming up here at eight o'clock, you have got to hear the monologue.
8: Is this your woke monologue? This is my John?
3: this is my, oh, this is my woke monologue warning because they're trying to do something. To america's kids trust me you're listening to the john whitmer show we'll be back right after this don't leave stick around
1: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too